my experience at Cognitive FX Concussion Center and how I feel two years after. I will never forget that day, May 23rd in 2017. I went home on my scooter and I had an accident. I bumped into another scooter. I remember that I thought I was lucky, but a few days later, I started to feel worse. Those days became weeks, those weeks became months, and before I knew it, I would be sick for one and a half years. I felt so lost. I didn't know what was going on with me because I didn't fall on my head. Even doctors didn't know what to do. They told me to rest and finally sent me to a psychologist. I never felt so lost and lonely in my life. What do you do when you don't know what's wrong with you and no one can tell you? After one and a half years, I finally found answers from a clinic that specializes in concussions, Cognitive FX in Utah. I went to their clinic for treatments and it changed my life for the best. My story. In May 2017, I got into a scooter accident, which has caused me a concussion and whiplash. I didn't fall on my head. I was conscious and I thought I only hurt my ankle. So I thought I was lucky and went home, not knowing I just walked into a new life. The next day, I felt so weird, but I went to work anyway. I didn't know what was going on because I didn't fall on my head, so what could it be? I went to work for the next three days as well, but my head couldn't manage it anymore. And I felt so emotional, not even knowing why. I took one extra week off at work. That extra week off ended up becoming a month. The month then turning into half a year. The half a year lasted and became a year. Though finally after that year, I have never gone back to the offer again. The first year. During the first year, I still didn't know what was going on with me. I felt guilty because I couldn't explain my situation. I tried acting like nothing was wrong most of the time. But from the inside, I felt everything was wrong. I had a hard time sleeping. I couldn't concentrate. Felt overwhelmed all the time. Cried a lot not knowing the reason why. Felt so tired. Had pressure in my head all the time. Couldn't read. Couldn't watch any screens. Couldn't manage any sound or lights. Had shortness of breath. Felt a pressure on my chest and I was so restless. The first year was a hard time. I did not know what was going on with me. I often wondered if I would ever recover or if there were any recovery at all. Would I get better someday? After a year, I still didn't feel any better than in the beginning. Will this be my life forever? No one could answer those questions, not even doctors. No one could tell me what I needed to do to recover. Did I need to rest? Or should I do some activities? Should I exercise or would that make it worse? I felt so lost not knowing what would work and no one could tell me. And there it was, Cognitive FX in Utah. I googled my symptoms on the internet and came in contact with someone who was struggling with similar ones like mine. She sent me an article on LinkedIn about a Dutch woman who described her story and wrote about a treatment in America. I read a story and I recognized everything. I thought this is me. After one and a half year, I found out I had a concussion.
I scheduled a call with this concussion clinic and told them my story. They immediately said, you don't just have a whiplash, most symptoms are caused by a concussion. What? This was new for me. They told me you could sustain a concussion from having a whiplash. I was confused. Why did no doctor in my country know about this? Why couldn't anyone tell me this during my first one and a half years? It made me mad, confused, but also happy because I finally knew what was going on with me and I finally felt like someone understood exactly what was the case. I didn't want to get disappointed again. The call left me in tears. It felt like a relief, but I also felt confused. I would already tried so many things, which always turned out to be a disappointment. I would already spend a lot of money on different kinds of treatments, and this was the most expensive one. But on the other hand, it felt there was finally a doctor who knew what they were talking about after searching for such a long time. I remembered I was a bit skeptical about it because there was no guarantees and every injury is different. But I listened to my intuition and decided to go for it. I would already read so many positive stories, so it was worth the risk. I scheduled my treatment in June 2019. The treatment. Cognitive FX is a concussion center in Utah, and it almost became famous here in the Netherlands. During my week, there were seven other Dutch people, and I heard this is almost the same every week. At Cognitive FX, they use a cutting-edge brain scan called Functional Neurocognitive Imagining, FNCI. They detect which regions of your brain are damaged from your concussion or brain injury. I traveled all the way from Amsterdam to Salt Lake City by myself. I decided to go alone to the treatments as I would already travel a lot myself, so I was used to that. I rented an Airbnb in Provo from May 29 to June 12, close to Cognitive FX, and I took a taxi every day, so I wouldn't have to drive myself. I never had a problem finding a taxi, a Lyft or an Uber. There were so many. The costs. I get a lot of questions about the costs, so let me share this with you. The treatment itself was around $9,000 at the time I went there. My Airbnb was around $1,000. The taxi costs, including the airport, around $200. And my flight from Amsterdam, $600. My first scan. I had my first FNCI scan the week before my treatment started. I was pretty nervous, but I felt a warm welcome the moment I stepped into the clinic. Everyone was so kind, and before I could even say the lights or noise bothered me, they already asked about it. I felt like I could be myself instead of pretending I was okay. Such a relief. Before my scan, we sat down, and they explained very well what I could expect during the scan. I remember they gave me earplugs before we went into the scan because the machine was really noisy and I appreciate that. They did two scans. The first one was a scan where I had to do some brain exercises. I could talk during my scan with Brian, such a lovely person, and he explained every exercise again before it started. To give an answer, you had to press some buttons, but don't worry, it's easy. The second scan was an MRI, just from the neck. 
you can find all the results of the scans in my blog when you go to my website, theconcussioncommunity.com. Treatment days. I was pretty nervous for my first day. But again, the moment I went inside the clinic, I no longer felt stressed anymore. I met the nine other people who were there the same week for treatments, seven of them also from the Netherlands. And we felt like a close group. I loved that we were doing this individually, but also together. My first day started with a chat about the results of my scan. I was nervous. What if they can't find anything? What if my test results are normal? And I would come all the way to this clinic for nothing. This was what I always experienced at other doctors. It was such a relief to her that they confirmed I had a concussion. Even better, they could describe exactly all the symptoms after looking at my scan. I hadn't talked about my symptoms, so they couldn't notice. Finally, I found a doctor who could measure my concussion and knew what to do. I felt like I was in great hands and I couldn't wait to start my treatment. They gave me my schedule for the whole week and my first thought was this is a lot what if i can't handle it they comforted me and told me that i would get enough breaks and it would be okay i decided to take it hour by hour and see how things went interval training my first class was physical interval training we had to give everything for 30 seconds or one minute and after that, sit down on a chair and focus on your breath. Best is to inhale for four seconds, hold for one, and exhale for six seconds. Just sitting down until your breath is normal again. And then I repeated this three more times. I couldn't handle more times on my first day. Such a strange thing, because I did some exercising at home as well, but this felt different. It made me nauseous. But they explained that's normal. After my interval training, I had a small break of 10 minutes before someone picked me up for my first class. After lunch, they repeated the interval training. This was my least favorite part. Every day you would start with interval training in the morning and do it again after lunch. Other classes. Besides the interval training, you get different classes. One, for example, was a cognitive class for one hour. You sit down with another person and he or she asks you questions, show you some photos, and you will need to remember them afterwards. Some mathematics, deduction puzzles, or language exercises. Another class was about multitasking. You're standing on the balance ball, you have to catch a ball and answer a question, all at the same time. There are many other exercises which you can find on their website. I felt different on Thursday. Before I went to this clinic, I would read so many other stories and lots of them mentioned they feel different on day three, on Wednesday. When this wasn't my case, I almost panicked. I didn't feel any difference on this day. What if this doesn't work for me? I tried not to panic and just focused on my treatment. They told me everyone is different and some also feel improvements weeks after the treatment. But then on Thursday, someone from my group said to me, your eyes look brighter. And during lunch, I noticed that my head felt much lighter, like my fatigue was disappearing and the feeling like there's sparkling water in your head. 
It was a bit bubbling, it sounds scary, but it felt great. Like my head was opening up. And I noticed all sounds didn't annoy me as they used to do. I was having lunch and the lawnmower was right before me. I would never enjoy the sound like that ever before. That evening, when I got home at my Airbnb, I had a feeling that I wanted to listen to music. Something I hadn't enjoyed for almost two years. The sound didn't bother me that much anymore. Normally I stay home in the evening to recharge, but I felt like I wanted to take a walk outside. So I went outside with some music in my ears and I enjoyed this walk so much. I felt worse on Friday. Friday, the last day of this treatment week. This day I woke up and I felt so emotional. I didn't feel good and had a feeling I needed to cry all the time. I panicked because this was my last day. So why am I not feeling great? Did I overdo it last night? Or is it the excitement of my last scan? I shared my concerns with CFX and they told me that it's normal to feel like this. I didn't expect to have any setbacks after that great day on Thursday, but I had such a long week and needed to settle down a bit. The final scan. I continued with my scan and turned out I did a great job and ended in the green part and even in the minus part. That's how a normal brain would score on this scan. But if a normal brain should score like this, why am I not feeling totally normal? They explained that it takes time and your brain needs to adjust to the new situation. You can find the results of this scan again on my website if you go to the blog section. My website is theconcussioncommunity.com. Continuing treatment at home plus aftercare. The whole week I was in such great hands and now I went home all on my own. This felt a bit strange. Now I have to do everything myself. The exit chat was all about how to implement the exercises into my daily life. During my first months, I had to continue doing interval training five times a week, followed by cognitive exercises. So you continue the treatment at home and you will improve more during that time. After that first month, I did the interval three times a week and then ended up doing them one time a week after a few months. I love that you always could ask your questions to Cognitive FX and they add you to a Facebook group for graduates. So you are not just all by yourself because I'm sure some questions will come your way after the treatment, but they are always so helpful. The Saturday after the treatment. On Saturday, I woke up and I felt more normal again. That day I went for a three hour hike, something I could never have done before this week. And I was so happy that I felt closer to my normal me. This week changed my life. One tip, if you go to Utah, I did the Stewart Falls hike. It's amazing and I just love waterfalls. If you feel okay and have the time, please do this one. During my hike, I took a photo and I compared it with a photo from before the treatment. Look at my eyes, such a different, right? I shared a link to this blog in the description of this podcast, so you can click on it over there. Going home, my first week after the treatments. My treatment ended on Friday and I flew home Tuesday. The flight back was so different than my flight to Utah. On my first flight, it felt like I had to survive. 
And now I was just sitting comfortably, even watched a video. At home, I had to adjust to the different time zone, which took about a week. After this week, my parents came to visit me in Amsterdam. They asked if I wanted to have a dinner at the terrace. My first response was, no, I can't. But this was just an automatic reaction. As that was how it was the last two years. I decided to try it. We went to the terrace and all sounds were not bothering me as much as they used to. They still bothered me, but then before my accident, they still bothered me more than before my accident, but it was such a different as before my week in Utah. My dad told me that I looked different and that I was starting to have conversations myself instead of just answering elders. I noticed it too. I felt more alive and I could even enjoy being there instead of surviving. Setbacks are part of the recovery. Did I feel great all the time? Let me be honest. No, I still had my setbacks, but they were not that bad as during my first two years. Healing is not a linear process and it's always hard when you have a setback. But when I compare how I feel now with how I felt before, it's such a difference. One year after the treatments, during my first year, I continued to improve. I didn't notice a difference every day, but when I looked back every month or every two months, I noticed improvements. After doing the interval training and cognitive exercises for almost a year, I decided to stop and see what would happen if I let go of everything and see my daily activities as training. It felt like I needed to let go and put my concussion more in the background. I didn't want to focus on it as it's the main thing in life. And this really helped me to move forward. Letting go of all the things I needed to do made space for other things. Now, two years after the treatments. Right now, when I write this blog, it's almost two years after I finished my treatment at Cognitive Ethics. A lot has changed and it feels like I'm not in a surviving mode anymore. Of course, I still have days that I'm in that mode and had setbacks during those two years but I never felt as bad as before the treatment. I have the feeling most of my issues right now have more to do with my eyes and I'm getting treatment for that. So I hope this will improve more over time. Also sensory overload is still part of my daily life, but things improves and got easier and it feels like I'm still improving over time. If I have to measure how I felt during my journey as a percentage, it would be like this. My first two years after the accident, 10% recovered. After the treatment, 50% recovered. One year after treatment, 65% recovered. Right now, two years after the treatment, 75% recovered and still improving. I'm so grateful for the opportunity I had to go to this clinic. Cognitive FX is amazing and I can never thank them enough for changing my life for the best. I really hope my review from Cognitive FX is helpful for you. And I want to inform you as well that I made two courses about these two game changers. So the cognitive exercises combined with the interval training I learned at Cognitive FX, I created two courses to guide people through it. So one course is a five week cognitive exercise course and 
in this course, I will guide you through my 15 most helpful exercises. And I did these exercises on a daily basis for about like 10 minutes a day. And I felt big improvements because of doing the exercises this way. So in case you have no inspiration, in case you just want to make sure you're doing the cognitive exercises the correct way, please take a look at my course. You can find it when you click on the link in the description of this podcast. And I made a second course and this is a seven day interval course. And in this course, I will guide you through the intervals. So you will learn how to do the intervals at home, uh, how to use a heart rate monitor, um, just how to follow the guideline, what's normal, um, do you need to push, do you need to rest, you will learn about the breathing exercises you can do between the intervals and um, yeah, you just make sure you do them the right way and I also added a 30 a three months uh, schedule so you can take a look at my schedule how often i did the intervals and everything so in case you want to get more information about this five week cognitive exercise course and the seven day interval course i created just take a look on my website and you will find every, all information over there so you can click on the link in the description of this podcast and find out about these courses. And in case you have any questions, please let me know. I'm always happy to help where I can. And for now, enjoy your day.